What's going on guys, it's your boy Christian Perez back at you with another barber session. In this session, we interview Sean Ralston or better known as Sean Cuts Hair on YouTube. Uh, we get to talk about how we met, we talk about how he de developed the, uh, the color card, uh, just the overall good conversation, talk about Jackson, the young man that we met at CT, um, the, the first year when we released the uh, power mats. Um, guys, also, bear with me. I'm working on this. this is new. There's a whole new format for me. It's a whole new setting with the video podcast. Um, I have a little bit of volume issues, but I'm working those bugs out, and we're going to get through them together, okay? Um, as always, got to get out of the way. This podcast is brought to you by Tomb 45 Barber Products. Uh, by barbers for barbers. You got you got you guys already know what it is. It's by barbers for barbers. So we all know about the dreaded corded, you know, the, the corded cordless clipper. So guys, cut the cord for real this time with the Tune 45 power clips and the Tune 45 power mats. Never have any cords at your station again, besides the ones obviously for the power mat. Uh make make your life, you know, much more efficient and, and simple and just a cleaner setup. So cut the cord. For real this time. Operating under the crooked American barber system too long. We are now in session. The Barber Session. The only podcast for barbers by barbers. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Barber Session, episode 19 or 20, 20, episode 20, my bad, you know, times are crazy. Uh, with me today, I have a special guest, a good friend of mine, Sean Cuts Hair. Sean, what's going on, bro? We are not in session, bro. You're on The Barber Session. What's good? Bro, bro I'm, I'm, super I'm super excited. This is, I've only done a couple podcasts, and I knew you had been doing this before. And then, of course, you know, through all this COVID stuff, we've been talking about doing it. So, stoked to finally be on here and... Uh, and kind of get to chop it up with you. I've been watching, I watched all the episodes that are on YouTube. So I'm, I'm caught up. I'm ready, ready to be on here. You heard the man. He watched all the episodes. So go ahead and watch, watch all the episodes. episodes. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Like, get active in the comments. Let me know who you want me to interview next and ask some questions for Sean if you got questions. We do have some questions that you guys submitted. So thank you guys for doing that. Uh, we will play those later on in the show. But Sean, I, I, you said you've watched these, uh, these, these other podcasts that, that I've done, these other interviews. So you know where I'm going to go with this. Um, yeah, or at least the general direction. Um, what got you to cut hair, bro? What's the story? What's the story behind Sean Cut's hair and the influencer Sean Cut's hair? And uh, you know, let us let us behind the curtain, bro. Yeah. So you know, try to try to make it a long story short. But uh, I, I started out working in restaurants my whole, basically my whole career up until cutting hair. And uh, I, I'm a pretty hard worker. I'm pretty good with my hands. Um, so I, I just, you know, I had one job at the restaurant, moved up, moved up, moved up, became a manager. I worked at Texas Roadhouse for 10 years. That was my first job. So I did everything in the building. I worked, worked my way up, became a manager, um, ended up not, not enjoying the management side of that and stepping back down to an hourly position just because of the salary hourly kind of thing. Uh, and long story short, but I ended up getting fired for kind of, I kind of knew too much cause I had done everything. And I kind of stood up for some of the guys and, and ended up leaving there after 10 years after all this work to move my way up. Uh, and so that was pretty defeating. Uh, so I immediately got a job at Buffalo Wild Wings. Really just, you know, what do you do after 10 years of that's all you do? Uh, so I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, basically did the same thing in a time span of three years. Actually, two years. I became a manager in two years. You're a manager of uh, And What's that? You're a manager of B-Dubs? 
yeah, so I was the kitchen manager at Beat Ups. I was kitchen manager at Roadhouse before that. So I've done the same thing. knows me, bro. I'm not trying to interrupt you, Sean, but anybody knows me, bro. I can put down some wings, bro. Oh, yeah. Chicken wings are the best food ever. I'm going to do, yeah, do a food bracket, bracket but chicken, chicken wings, bro. There you go. Yeah, yeah the, the, you know, the Super Bowl is there, the <laughs> UFCs, you know, it, it was a fun spot. Definitely, I was definitely allowed to be myself more than at Roadhouse. You know, I could have my tattoos visible and things like that. Uh, but, but I did that basically a year in the kitchen. Then I became a manager for a year. And in, in that span, I, you know, I would have been about 25 years old. Uh, and I, I always remember my dad, who's he's always so supportive. Um but he had never done any restaurant work. And he used to say, you know, is this what you, this is what you want to do forever? And I'm like, well, you know, my, my line was always, you know, somebody's got to do it. And I, I do enjoy it pretty decent. And somebody's got to be restaurant managers, right? Somebody has to do all these jobs. So, yeah. uh, and he People used to always eat. say, he used to always say, you know, I feel like you, you're so creative and so good with your hands. And I, I feel like, I feel like there's something more out there where you're really going to thrive. And uh, I, I never really took that too serious. Uh, and I can't this far along, you know, that's seven, eight years ago. I can't really pinpoint exactly what happened. Uh, but one of my guys I worked with um, ended up inviting me to go to his barbershop he goes to. And I went one time. He was like, man, you're a cool dude. You got tattoos. You know, you're a manager now. You're in front of people like you need a good haircut. And I was kind of like, like, dang, man, like, thanks for knocking my haircut. But yeah, cool. I'm, I want a cool haircut. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I ended up going to his barber at the time. And uh, without getting too racial on here, you know, I think we can all agree there's a there's a polar opposite of the old white guy barbershop and the urban, you know, black barbershop, right? There, there and so there th this was this was a black barbershop in the you know the hood of our area, if you want to say that. Um, nothing I'm uncomfortable with, uh, but definitely something I never witnessed before. Uh, so I went down there haircut first time I, I enjoyed the haircut it was cool it was something i never experienced uh that turned into you know multiple haircuts well then my friends caught on they had never seen anything like this this <laughs> this is long enough ago that you know as funny as it sounds if you're a white guy you were going to your mom's cosmetologist you're going to sports clips you know you're getting just a basic haircut this is before barbering really took off so i had never seen it but my friends for sure had never seen it so it turned pretty quickly into me becoming friends you know i don't have to tell you the client relationship, uh, it can really be something. So I became Absolutely. very good friends with him. It turned into taking all my friends three, four days a week. I was down there at the shop and basically within probably six months to a year, I just, I just watched him, you know, wearing what he wanted, listening to music, $20, $20, $20, $20. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> like, he what just is going on here? Yeah. I'm like, man, like he sound, he, he acts like he loves his job. He gets to be himself. Uh, and so he actually was, moving back to town and needed somebody to help him move. I happened to be the guy that offered to help. And I remember on the ride back, I said, uh, he had lived in the town that the barber school was in. So on the ride back, I just said, Hey man, like, do you think I could cut hair? Like, I, I feel like you love it. I, I like everything that I see going on in the shop and kind of what I, what I can imagine it's like, uh, like, what do you think? Is that something I could do? And he said, man, listen, like anybody can cut hair. Like the cutting hair part isn't that difficult. Um, it's how, how far do you want to take it? How serious do you want to be? Uh, but I'll tell you how to go to school. He told me the best parts about it, the worst parts about it. And honestly, honestly I, went I went back and stepped down as a manager, became a server for the first time in my life. I had never served before, became a server and signed up for barber school. And, you know, that was seven years ago. So the rest is history. The rest is history, as they say, man. Yeah. So, Sean, 
Um, fast forward, you get through school, uh, you worked at a barbershop for a little bit. How long till you opened up your first shop? Because what, what is, you know, the clutch barbers and stuff like that. Uh, I know you, 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 you have, you've got a pretty big crew there, right? Decent sized yeah, barbershop. So, yeah, yeah. So, so pretty, pretty, pretty funny, funny, kind of a similar scenario. scenario. So I got out and I, I got a, uh, I was fortunate to get a job at a local shop that was, uh, it's been around since the fifties. It's changed names, but same location. Um, pretty heavy walk-in shop and, and kind of a probably the best opportunity I could have had. So I went in there uh, and I took his advice, you know, Hey, how, how far do you want to take it? How serious do you want to take it? So this was, like I said, this was still early on. This is pre Bazio on YouTube. This is, you know, Instagram wasn't really going yet. Um, so I, I saw what I could and I went in there. I tried to learn how to cut hair and, and be good at it and do the customer service thing. I worked at restaurants, so it kind of tied in there. I was a manager. I had to do the customer service thing there. Um, so basically two years, uh, I just built clientele. It was a walk-in only. So I'd be 10 deep with walk-ins. I couldn't raise my price. I, he, he didn't want me to charge more than the rest of the shop, which, you know, I understand. Uh, but basically I was limited by a lot of those things. Before, before you uh, so, get, before you get too far into that, um, I think you made a great point there and, and I can relate to that. Um, just pause right before we get to, you know, you being able, not being able to raise your prices. Um, the customer service angle. Um, I think that's really important, man. A lot of barbers take that for granted or don't take that seriously. Uh, they think that the, the, the skill set speaks for itself and that's it. You know what I mean? I can cut hair and I don't, I don't need to worry about customer service or, you know, being uh, punctual or just customer service, bro. You, you know, right? You, 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 were in, yeah. you were in the service industry. Um, it goes a long way, man, how you greet your customer. I say goodbye to every customer. I don't care if it's my customer or not. Um, I worked in insurance, so I had to develop those customer service skills. I also worked in restaurants. I did uh, a lot of those things. So um, the fact that you were in the service industry and you had to learn those skills, they're important in this industry too. So for you guys out there, don't think that it's just about, you know, I can do a, 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 a nice haircut. He said it in the beginning, right? Anybody can do a nice haircut. Anybody can do a nice haircut with enough practice and enough determination and enough reps. Anybody can do a nice haircut, but not everybody can have, you know, a grade customer service. And it's very important. Sorry. Keep going, Sean. Oh, you're good. And, and to touch on that, you know, even not even talking about nice haircuts, the average client cannot tell the difference from if you cut their hair, if I cut their Preach. hair, if cut their hair. So, you know, people love sports clips. Why? Probably. They probably greeted in a, you know, it's a, it's a chain. So they have a way they do things. They're greeted. There's a check-in system. Um, they go to the same person. They don't even look at the haircut. They get that hot towel. They get that shoulder rub. Like that's customer service. So even Basio, beyond. Basio would walk into barbershops before he was a barber. And if he, if he wasn't greeted, he would walk out. Just straight yeah. up. So, you let so, him walk so out. yeah, the haircut's the least important part. If I'm being honest, the yeah. client don't, when you go do a YouTube video and give them the best haircut they've ever had, they don't notice that it's any different than, than an Instagram cut from a daily haircut from a weekly cut. Yeah. It's the same yeah, thing, so, bro. So yeah. customer service. And you know, I was in a shop with five chairs. So what makes them choose me over everybody else? And that, and that was the difference. Uh, so yeah, like, like I said, I, I end up, you know, anywhere from five to 10 people waiting on me at a time. You know, that freedom was gone. I, I was locked down by my clients, by how many I had. I couldn't raise my price. I couldn't I couldn't do appointments. I couldn't do different services. He just he was old school in that sense. He liked how things were done. Uh, and I can't knock him for that. It's his yeah. shop. Uh, but, but so with that being said, in the same time frame, just like I got into it, a couple of my friends who have been around said the same thing. 
hey, man, well, like, you think I could cut hair? Like, I'm tired of working. All my friends were from the restaurant. So the same story. Dude, I'm really good at the restaurant industry, but I don't want to do it forever. You seem like you're enjoying cutting hair. They've been coming to me since I was even in school cutting hair. So uh, probably about three of my friends decided uh, probably a year and a half, year, year and a half into my career uh, to go to school. And so basically that two-year mark was when they were about to graduate. Uh, there's not, you know, I don't know how it is in Tampa or elsewhere, but, you know, we got about 16, 17 shops that are full, fully staffed. Uh, so it was kind of like, man, these guys signed up to go to school because I told them to. Now they have nowhere to go work. And at the same time, I was being limited by, by where I was at. And so it was kind of a no-brainer. I didn't know how to open a shop. I didn't, I, you know, I just had to kind of figure it out and go for it. And uh, we made it happen. So I opened with two of my friends at, at the beginning that were out of school. I actually opened by myself day one, which was July 1st. So we just hit four years just last week or a week ago probably. Thank you. And uh, so I had two guys start pretty soon after and then two closer to Christmas. And now we're up to nine chairs. I just hired somebody yesterday and we're taking over. We had a salon next door that moved to expand. So now I have a second half of the shop that we're taking over uh, and we're going to add four or five more chairs to Tuffle. That's amazing, bro. Congratulations, bro. Thank you. That is awesome, awesome. So we touched and we talked about you uh, in Tyler's episode. I don't know if you watched that one or not. I did. Um, and, and people ask all the time, how do I become part of the team? How do I become, uh, you know, Tomb Squad? Um, and I, I just, I won't forget that, right? Because we showed up to, we showed up to CT and we had no space. You ended up helping us out with space, bro, because it was insane. It was the first year we launched the power mats. Power mats, yeah. Power clips. So it was, it was absolutely insane. And like we said with Tyler, man, you just picked up a hammer, you picked up a box, you started helping. And then next thing you know, you find yourself on the 245 platform, you know, platform cutting. You know, what was that like, man? Tell, what, was going, what was going through your mind there? You know, literally just, holy crap, I met these guys two seconds ago. I just literally did what was in my heart to do, not for anything or expecting anything in return. And next thing I know, I'm on stage cutting hair at the, at the 245 booth at the CT Barber Expo. Yeah, so that's interesting. I watched Tyler's and I watched Dennis's, and you touched on it on there as well. And it's funny, actually, your guys' perspective is even a little different than really how it went down. Um, you know, I did get a booth. The sole purpose of a booth, that booth, I had no intentions of becoming a part of the team. I, I, that was never a thought of possibility, right? The, the reason I got that booth was because, you know, I had, I had come up with the color enhancement card. I remember that. And I had been talking to Loco. He had sent me some 245 stickers. I've been doing it on the side. I had this whole plan together. I had 20 cards, and I had talked to him and said, hey, man, I'm going to get a booth. I'm going to be somewhere close to you guys. I need you to help facilitate getting me a chance to show this to Beam and Bazio and whoever. That That's why I did it. That's awesome. The, <laughs> the cutting on stage and becoming a part of the team, that was That was just gravy on top. I, mean, I would have I loved to, but yeah. that was not that was not an option. That I wasn't thinking that. Gotcha. So I showed up. We started setting our booth up, and I remember you guys were putting the, the trust system up. Like, there was like three of you there. That's a heavy it's That's no a joke. heavy thing. It's no joke. And so <laughs> – yeah, so me and JT were there, and I said, hey, I just walked by. I saw you guys struggling with this thing. You know, I, 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 you know, we knew each other for a few years. Not well, but I knew you guys. So I said, hey, you know, you guys need a hand holding that heavy thing up. Yeah, man, jump in. So I remember we helped do that and left. 
And then the next day is when you guys came and were like, dude, listen, we got 80,000 power mats. And we didn't even think about this, but we have nowhere to put them. You know, are you guys bringing anything else? And we, you, you saw our booth. We had 20 T-shirts. That's it. I said, bro, y'all use all the room you want. I don't care. And, and, you know, that developed. But the main goal of that show was to pitch my color card, which got turned down, which was the best thing that ever could have happened. Not really turned down. That, that's a loose term go, to put it. Go but, back to the drawing board type thing. or, or Yeah, well, it was just basically, look, man, we, we, we got the power mats going on. We got the new power clips. We, like, we got a lot going on. Dope idea. We will use it. If we can help you in any way, we will. But we're probably not going to be able to do anything with it. So best thing that could have happened, though. So, b- so. touching on that, by the way, h- how did you? Because this thing, by the way, I have one here. This, I mean, this thing is, this thing is, <laughs> it seems just like a simple little thing, uh, just you know, but this makes your job so much more efficient. This makes life so much easier. You know, no more business cards and just throwing, you know, going through business cards for no reason. This thing is, it's clutch. Pun intended. It's clutch. Yeah, there you go. So, how'd you come up with this thing, bro? Like, what, what you know? Did you wake up in the middle of the night and draw it on on a, on, on on your phone or something? Like, what, what? How does one come up with this? It's, it seems simple, right? But to come up with the right angles and for the beard and the, the shape up, what's the story behind this thing? Yeah. So funny you whipped that one out. Here is the <laughs> the original. That's the original. This is a five star notebook cover. Wow. That's how you can. Uh, I keep it on my desk. It's, it sits right by me. Uh, so, yeah. So I tried some color enhancement with uh, Kiss Express and some different things like that. I bought the first uh, Beam Team compressor. Um, and I, I don't cut a lot of cuts that get enhancement. Uh, it was just something I wanted to learn. And when the No Drip came out, I really said I was going to figure it out. Uh, I didn't have any luck with Kiss, honestly. If people, people DM me now that I got videos and I do enhancements, of course, you know, hey, man, my kiss does it for right. I don't even talk about it. I say, throw it in the trash <laughs> no drip. and buy some no drip. No drip. Uh, but, but, you know, no drip came out. The beam team came out. And it was really this push at that time to, to I mean, you remember, the, the haters on the enhancements was huge. It still, uh, still is. Um, but but so I got it. And I started using it. And I'm, a, I'm just a practical guy. Like, I just look at things and I want to do things the smartest, easiest way. And so... You know, the business card works for the for the straight line. And then you can take two of them and do this and get the corner. You can. Then you're wasting two. And then my problem was with the, the C cup. When I, I would take it and bend it, you know, you've seen it. You can, yep. you can grab it and bend it and curve it. Uh, but that wasn't consistent to me. And I thought, why is there not? I look it up. You know, Chuka the Barber has a, I think he has a clear one that goes with his fibers. Cool idea. You can see the hair underneath and tell where you're at. Uh, the topic hair fibers comes with that silly looking one that has the, it has like hair grain at the bottom. So yeah. it look, I don't know. It, it's yeah. silly, but I, I couldn't believe there wasn't anything better. So I literally took, I'm thinking to myself, what material does it need to be? You know, paper doesn't work. It gets wet. That's why business cards are no good. Uh, so what material does it need to be? And I had a, like I said, a five-star notebook with a plastic cover. Uh, and I, I felt it and it would bend a little bit but it would stay rigid enough to just hold and it would be flat, not like a piece of paper that would just flop around. So the original was, was just four corners and one corner was rounded. Uh, and so I probably made five adjustments throughout, I don't know, probably a year uh, just for myself. I never made them, you know, nothing, nothing like that. I just, I just made them for myself to use. 
couple of my guys at the shop had one. Uh, and then one day doing the the corner down here, I realized that this didn't help me do the corner. I only have one of, you know, picture this without this. I only have one of these. So I can do this or this, and it would create this X of color going past it. So I'm holding it, and I realized that all this area is unnecessary. So I just cut a 90 out and was like, boom, like, well, there it is. Um, so we really, like, looked into the – the actual size of this, this is actually smaller than the original. Um, but yeah, just kind of played with it until I found something I thought worked. Uh, and then, you know, now, now you can't keep I, those things on the shelf. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I, I'm sending out a lot every day. It's crazy. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. So Sean, I saw you posted, uh, I think you did a YouTube video on it. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but, um, we talked about it earlier and I wanted to bring it up. Uh, you got some wish clippers and you did, you did, you tested them out. You did a, a YouTube haircut to, with them today, right? You're going to drop that pretty yeah. soon. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the wish clipper, bro? And, and, and what are your thoughts on, on that overall, as opposed to buying it's, it's the wish it's the one, the replica of the, what the, the, the senior. Uh, they have a, they have everything. I mean, the, the three I got was a, it's the brand is Kim, I or Kimmy It's K E M E I. Yep. Uh, it's, it's an obvious knockoff of the gold FX, but it's black. Uh, and then I got one that looks identical to a magic clip without saying magic clip. I mean, it's as close as it could be. Uh, and then I got basically a metal magic clip that's a little bit bigger, but it's it's supposed to be the metal magic clip. And, yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy. It's Your Boy is his YouTube mm -mm. channel. Uh, he's from Canada. He does Wish videos. He I think he's probably sponsored by Wish at this point. And if you're a barber, you're into clothing and, and sneakers and technology, you definitely should check it out. He bought, I got in the rabbit hole one night watching him and just, it was so fun. He bought every Yeezy on which, every single one. Really? And then unboxed them on the channel. <laughs> or he bought all the iPhones, which of course they're replicas for 20 and 30 bucks. Or the AirPods. He bought every single AirPod. And so I just, I used to just love watching his videos. And, you know, I don't know when I started to see uh, these knockoffs coming out when uh, there's a, there's an Instagram channel I can't or page I can't remember, but he started posting that wall clippers are are just cheap Chinese clippers with wall on it, and Babyliss is just cheap Kimmy brand with Babyliss on it, which I don't think there's actual truth to that. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, Kimmy it has is made, definitely the other way around. <laughs> yeah, Kimmy has made knockoffs of all of them. But I had this idea one day, you know, looking for content. One of his videos popped up, and I thought, dude, why don't I buy some clippers off of Wish? Everybody's heard of them, or most people have heard of them. And just open them up and see what they look like. And then, of course, everybody wanted me to cut with them. So that's the next step. That's the next step. Cool. So for me, I don't know where you're, where you're and I'll get your thoughts in a second, but I get it. There's a lot of them that, that you know, that are, the Magic Clip, they, they've been around for a long time. And I've seen them and I've used them. And it's 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 pretty similar. It's pretty, they, they got a pretty down, you know, down packed to, to, the, to, the, to the replica. But, um, and I've talked, we've discussed this before on other podcasts and live streams and stuff like that, but. I'm still going to buy the real thing. I don't know how you feel. I'm pretty sure, you know, your, your vision's on the same page, but I'm still going to buy the real thing because um, I'd rather show support to, to companies that are going to show support to, to us, you know I mean, in our industry. Um, a lot of those companies, man, are just, they're in it for the money grab, they're in it for the clout, and then they make the money and that's it. And those could care less if they break, could care less how you you know, the industry is going, could care less uh, about anything other than the sale, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of the same topic we talked about earlier with haircuts and customer yeah. service. It's the same thing. So, yeah, these are cheap. They're made cheap. Can you cut hair with them? Yeah. Yeah. You'll see the video. It's not the best haircut I've ever done, 
they cut a little bit different than what I'm used to, but I'll credit it honestly more than them to them being different, you know, how they're gapped and how the lever is then really that they're not, you, you can cut with them. They, they, the haircut turned out. Okay. But you're right. You know, uh, Dennis actually DM me when he saw the video I was like, those things are junk, whatever, whatever. And I was thinking, dude, the, the head of Babelis DM me. Cause I made a video of knockoff clippers. Like, Hey, that's cool though. Like, uh, you know, it's getting seen, but yeah, they definitely are weaker. They're definitely, you know, but I just wanted to do it. I know I have a lot of beginner subscribers, uh, yeah, a lot so of people that are just interested to see, you know, I solely did it for entertainment. I'm probably going to give them all three away. I'm going to rock with my high quality name brand. I can go to the show walk up to Dennis, walk up to the Babelis <laughs> booth, walk up to the wall booth, you know, and have that relationship. I, I agree hundred percent with you there. Um, but for the entertainment, Hey, it's, it's my best video I've for ever entertainment, done. So I, get it. I mean, we did a Walmart Clipper challenge. I mean, it, yep. you know, it's for entertainment, it's entertainment, but, and it's not even just about the, the, the customer service or the warranty or not stuff. Um, you know, like I, like you said, it's, it's about the relationship. And again, somebody who cares for my best interest and is listening to me and what my needs and wants are and what, uh, the industry is asking for, like I discussed with Dennis last week, that's, that's who I want to support somebody who's supporting me and supporting us. So, you know, the warranty is just like we said earlier about your booth. It's just gravy on top. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's more about supporting those who support us and putting, you know, you know, breathing into those that, that breathe into us in our industry. Um, so yeah, the entertainment, I mean, I'm excited to see it. We'll see what happens, but I ain't buying one. Yeah, it's, it's good. It turned out, it turned out well. I'm actually going to do a trimmer one next. I already ordered them, so it'll be next. Awesome. So Sean, what's, what's in the plans? What's in the pipeline for you, man? Now you got, you got the, the color card going, the great success with that. It's doing amazing. Um, you got clutch, you're expanding. You got nine barbers in there, all friends, which is crazy. Um, you know, what's, what's next for you in the pipeline, man? You opening a second location or just the expansion? What's, what's, what's the deal for, for 2021? Because we got to get through 2020. For, you know, let me address <laughs> yeah. that. I don't even want to talk about 2020 anymore, bro. We just got to get to 2021. Yeah. Um, the, the shop plans are really to expand for now. We, we do not do any walk-ins. We are, we're so busy with appointments that we can't take walk-ins. Uh, and only two shops in town That's amazing. do appointments. Um, so as a business owner, I thought, you know, where can we improve? Uh, where have we maybe not messed up, but where have we dropped the ball a little bit? And it's definitely, you know, it's a good problem to have, but we've, we've had this battle for four years of, do we take walk-ins? Well, as soon as we say that we do, people walk in on Friday, we're all booked and we have to send them on somewhere. Um, so it's just been difficult. Uh, and, and that's the plan now is to take, I'm going to take an extra day off so I can focus on, some YouTube and some, some other stuff, build my brand and, and thinking of new products and just going that route. Uh, and, and some of the guys that are a little more uh, fully booked, work less days, we're going to go actually to the other side that I talked about, scoot all my other guys back towards the back. And the, um, the new guys will come in up front. They will be there for walk-ins. I'm trying to bring in four guys that are walking guys. Uh, and so we can cater to more, I think people want to come to us, but we can't take care of them. And so I feel like in a sense, we dropped the ball. It's, it's not a bad thing that we're booked and we're full, uh, but we, we don't take walk-ins at all. So that's, that's the goal for the, the barbershop is to expand that, fill that up. And then at that point, uh, maybe, you know, we were talking the other day, you know, maybe we're going on our fifth year. So maybe, maybe five years from now, we take that number, we split in half and we open a second location in town and, and start there. So. I mean, amazing. Sounds like you got it on lock, bro, over there. Yeah. 
Um, so we, we experienced some of that in, in our first location. Um, and I remember being super stressed about it all the time, man. I'm sure it stresses you out. Because, yeah. you know, I feel like when I turn down a walk-in, bro, it's like money going out the door. Whether it's, you know, whether that person's going to sit in my chair or not is irrelevant. At, at this point, when you become an owner, you know what I mean? I just, I just don't want to see business walk out the door. I don't care if it exactly. sits in my chair, sit in anybody's chair. Um, yeah. And, you know, surprisingly, and I'm sure you get the same reaction, it's customers don't react that negatively to it that often. Sometimes people are like, golly, I can't get in again. Or, man, no walk-ins. Or, man, you guys are all booked. But for the most part... When I would stress, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can make you an appointment for tomorrow or, you know, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Most people are like, no, 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 no. That's, that's a good thing. I mean, look at this place. Look at all the, there's hair on the floor. It's busy. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't want to walk yeah. into a shop with crickets. So um, we experienced that and we ended up, that's, you know, location two, location three. And, and here we are a couple years later. Um, so I'm excited for you, man. Sounds like you got it unlocked there in that town, opening up a second location. I mean, you got to do that. ASAP, bro. You got to yeah, do that and like yesterday. That, I mean, that's kind of the point. We, we have the appointments unlocked, but what are we lacking? We do not do walk-ins. So, you know, there's 15, 16, 17 other shops. Are we, are we competition to them? Not really. If you want to walk in, you're going to them. If you want an appointment, you come to us. So I just see it, an opportunity there to cater to more people, employ more barbers, grow the brand, and it's a no-brainer. So that's that's the move we're making. Uh, hopefully it pans out quickly. We do have, we have one guy we've kind of locked in still looking for a couple more and, uh, hopefully that'll kind of build up very quickly. Awesome. Sean, let's talk about Jackson. How's Jackson doing, bro? Jackson, by the way, for those of you that don't know, we met Jackson at that same show. It was the same show, right? The, the year we launched yeah. the, the, the power, the power mats and power clips at CT. Um, you guys brought Jackson along. Um, how old is Jackson? He is 12 now. He'll be 13 12. this year. He was 11. So he was like 11 at that time, right? 11, yeah. 10? Yeah. 11 years old, 10 years old. He came up to us at, at the end. That was the last day of the, of, the, of the show. And he said, man, can you guys sign my hat? And we all signed his hat. But then we turned around and we said, no, 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 no. We want you to sign our hat, bro. Like, it's amazing that, you know, as an 11-year-old, you're so engaged. And, you like, he is dead set. He's gonna, that kid's going to be a barber, bro. Oh, yeah. Period. That I mean, he eats, sleeps, drinks it. He's already, He's. I'm pretty sure you already got him holding. You know, cutting, cutting, right? Like practicing yeah, mannequin and stuff like that. He's not supposed to cut at all, man. Yeah, but, mannequin uh, work. Yeah. Mannequin. We're talking about mannequins, people. Yeah, it's mannequins. Mannequins. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackson, that that's another interesting part of that story. I, I don't believe that things would have worked out the way they did had Jackson not been there. Uh, but that's not why I took him. Yeah. No. Uh, he, he's a client. It's a long story. If you guys want to know a lot more, I have videos about him specifically on our whole story uh, on my channel. Uh, but basically, he was a client. He's just a young kid. He's kind of had a tough life. Uh, his mom's had some health issues, and, and he has some therapy and some counseling to deal with different things. And uh, just was lacking, you know, something. There was something missing that, that made him feel good. Uh, and once he started coming and getting haircuts, that filled that spot, and it was just a special thing, kind of like a big brother program type thing. It just kind of happened. Um, he has a dad. He has parents. He has a brother. Uh, you know, I don't have kids or anything, but or nieces and nephews, really. Uh, so we just kind of filled a spot for each other that was cool. Um, he just became my homie, and like I said, he, he loves 245. He watches YouTube. He thought he wanted to cut hair. We were supposed to go to CT the, the year prior, and it just didn't happen. Uh, so I promised him that that next year I would take him. So 
I solely took Jackson to show him a good time and, and make him have an experience that he would remember. So I remember on the way there, he had never flown before. Uh, he didn't really have any idea what he was walking into. He had seen some videos, but I mean, you guys know CT is. It's overwhelming, it's, bro. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember we were like heading up the first day and he said, hey, man, do you, do you think I'll see the 245 guys? <laughs> and I kind of laughed like, yeah, you're going to see them all right. <laughs> and little did I know how much he was going to see them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I said, oh, you're going to see him. Like, we're going to be right there. And then, of course, it developed. Uh, and I remember specifically standing, I think it was Dre and Loco. And uh, they're like, so that's your son? I'm like, no, it's not my son. They're like, oh, so it's your nephew? I'm like, no, no. He's like, he's just a client. Uh, it's, it's a long story, but we just we just got a cool relationship. And, and he wanted to come, so I brought him. They're like, so so, so you just brought him? He's just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. And and and, uh, and they were like, so you come into the after party, which funny enough is like the after party, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. there. That was the after party. Like, that's the one from the one where Vic, Vic took off his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so end up, it ended up being like the one to go to. But I remember Loco and Dre saying, hey, so you're going to be at the after party, right? And I was like, like oh, man, I got I got this 11-year-old with me, man. We're going to go chill with him. They're like, man, like. Like you brought him on this trip so he could experience and you're sacrificing your experience so that he can have a good one. And I just remember kind of like you guys with the hat and like just that whole thing kind of just clicked this like, man, like not only is Jackson special, but I, I really think that it showed you guys not on purpose, uh, my character. And, and again, I, you know, I was willing to help y'all move stuff and set up and do that. And then the Jackson was like the, that kind of cemented it over like, all right, yeah, this dude's, I think this dude's somebody we want to mess with. And then that just kind of quickly turned it into, you know, you guys invited me to Orlando the next weekend, basically, Hey, show up and you can rock with us. Or if you don't go, you won't be there. So I'm like, I'm, Oh my God, can I go to Orlando next weekend? Like <laughs> at this point that was not, I mean, I was just a barber. I, you- I had no YouTube, no nothing. And I did it anyway. And you know, now here we are. So best thing that could have happened. That's awesome. How's Jackson doing now? He's doing great. Yeah, it's summer, so he's you know he finally got through school with all the the COVID stuff. Uh, I, I figure you've seen his video, but he grew his hair out for that whole that, time. That, that so cut. he actually has a crop top cut. now. That yeah. cut, Sheesh. dude. You snapped, I bro. Him. I should have filmed him like the whole rest of the night because he actually came and stayed with me that night. And every ten minutes, he got up and went to the bathroom <laughs> and was like. Hey, how's it look now? Does it still look good? Yeah. How about this? And I'm like, dude's never had hair before. Bro. He was tripping. I mean, that, talk about making him feel good about like, man, I, I I got some hair. It's a style. Like, I'm feeling myself. Yeah, he was loving that cut. So, so and, and this goes back to what we, we touched on earlier, right? And and it's it's no secret, guys. Like, it's it's there's no secret sauce, right? It's the relationships you build, man. It's not not the haircuts. That's that's a dope story, and and I have, like many others, you know, a bunch of stories like that, and clients like that that I consider, you know, family and and that close relationship. It's it's more than a haircut. What you do, the 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 impression you leave on people is is big, and the the impression that Sean's had on Jackson's life, and Jackson's had on Sean's life has been has been huge. They've 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 kind of filled the void for each other. Um, I, I mean that that's. That's what it's all about, bro. That's amazing. Um, so anything you want to get out to the people there, any message or anything before we get to the questions? Anything you're uh, working on? 
yeah, I kind of stopped on the on the shop uh, as far as what I'm working on. Uh, and funny enough, you know, it's been an interesting year. You know, everybody's had their own. Everybody's had some of the same mess going on. Everybody's had their own kind of mess going on. Uh, but but crazy enough, I kind of just persevered through it. I, I stayed on YouTube every week, two videos a week. I don't know how I came up with content, but um, I've actually come out very on top, and uh, I'm super stoked about it. I stayed persistent on on the color cards and, and promoting the website. I updated, updated my whole channel. channel. I, took I took that, that time, time to, to, you know, no, I, couldn't I couldn't go to work. work. I, couldn't I couldn't cut hair. hair. So, so I had nothing but time to do whatever else I could do. So I just really focused on that, on the YouTube channel. You know, I did a whole new intro, new logo, got shirts made. I just kind of went for it. And it's definitely taken off for me. So so I'm actually not mad at 2020. And funny enough, you know, the last show I went to was New York. They got canceled. The the first kind of the first trickle of it in the U.S. The the COVID taken off, uh, and and honestly, I was a different person at those shows. I was much more timid. I couldn't talk like this for an hour at a time. Uh, you know, hey, you go, you're on stage next. I got up there, barely talked on the mic. I, I just wasn't ready, uh, but I had the opportunities. So I think in a strange way, this time frame, you know, until hopefully Connecticut happens. Uh, but I think it almost is going to be a great thing for me that, that this is how this year went. Uh, because I feel like next time I show up, I'm ready to, ready I'm ready to, to do some work. Ready to take off. I mean, it, that happens, right? Um, you have to, you have to work your way up to that. Uh, not everybody can just jump on stage and be, be a, a, you know, a natural. Um, I think we, we all go through that, right? Um, Basio went through it and, and and worked his way up to bigger crowds. You know, Beams, the the you know the Tyreeks, everyone. You you start off and then you know next thing you know you're you're speaking or you're you know conducting a class in front of twenty thousand people and it, it, you don't even it's like it's like cutting at the barbershop. Um, happened to me. I'll never forget my my first class at the premiere, bro. I don't know if I told you the story or not, but uh, our very first class at the premiere, uh, I'm teaching with Basio and uh, we show up to the class. And, you know, it's, it's every 30 minutes. So there was somebody else ending their class. And we're waiting towards the back. And as soon as they're done, they're, you know, packing their stuff up. And we walk up onto the stage and start, you know, setting our stuff up. And I look back, and there's like 15, 20 people in the classroom. I'm like, all right. Okay, I, I could do this. You know, you kind of have the little pep talk to yourself. And Basio looks over at me. You know, we're with our backs turned to the wall, to, to the room. We're, we're facing the wall on the stage. And Basio turns to me, and he's like, well, you, you think you don't think more people are going to show up? I'm like, more people. You know, he knew he knew more people going to show up. Essentially, yeah. he was trying to get that across to me. Like, you think you're going to get away this easy, bro? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. I'm, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So we start setting up. Like 10, 10 minutes later, he nudges me again, and he's like, "Look now." I turn around. There's like three hundred people in the room, bro. <sighs> and my heart stopped, bro. He saw it. I turned a different shade. I I. Pfft. I went from ten to ghost really quick. I was like, "Oh my god!" And he looked at me, and with you know Basio, bro, Basio can be very direct. He's cool. He's he, he likes to think that he's funny. Yeah, he knows what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. He likes to think yeah. he's a, he's a comedian, um, but he can be very direct. He looked at me and he's like, "There's only one way out of this room, and that's through those three hundred people, because the only other thing that you're looking at is that wall that's in front of you." So. Stop with the with, with the with the with the stupidity, man up and do what you were you know born to do. Like own it, bro. 
And yeah, after I started cutting hair, I'm sure the same thing. You, we all experience it. Once you start cutting hair and you're in your element, it's like, yeah. after that, it's just practicing and repping, being able to get your point across and, you know, talk everyone through what you're doing because it's easy to stop and just start cutting hair again because we, we cut in front of people all day. You know what I mean? But once I got in the rhythm, it was, wasn't that bad, but we all go through that. I think the next time you get on stage, bro, is going to be crazy. And I can't wait to see, you know, some of the educational stuff you're going to do. And, um, I can't wait till we're all together, man, man. Like the, the, yeah, the Toon yeah, Squad, it's, it's been crazy. So no CT, no Orlando. No, it's, it's been nuts. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of my point. I, I was, I was definitely not prepared to get up and teach in front of 300 people. Uh, but now I'm, I'm hoping that that opportunity presents itself, you know, and I feel like I, I, I've kind of seen it go down. The, the times I've been with you guys is, you know, so, like Bozzy will have a little class and there'll be a little social media and he'll say, Hey, so-and-so Fonz, you want to hop up there with me? Yeah, he does. You know, Random, so, randomly. So, yeah. So if I'm being honest, I, I'm, I'm hoping that that presents itself, even though that's still scary to me, I, I want to go through that moment you had and turn around and say, oh, my God, there's a lot more people in here than uh, than I thought there was going to be. Uh, but, you know, that's how you grow. That's what the first time I did the CT, you know, Dre, part of that, Dre said, well, what did you get the booth for? I was like, man, to be honest, I wanted to get out of Kentucky. I wanted to cut hair at a show. And, and you know, it's different when you're behind the table or in front of the table. So now I'm behind the table. And I said, I just wanted to cut hair. And he said, well, dude, you could have cut on our stage. Like, you, you should have asked or whatever. I'm thinking, what? And, and I was definitely not ready. Same exact situation. I did not say a word on the mic. Loco's voice was gone by the time I got done because he was hyping me the whole time. And so, uh, but now, like I said, I feel like, you know, it's been since I think February was New York. So by the time we go to a show, it's going to be like eight months. And I have got those reps in and I am, I'm prepared. Maybe not. I might be a little scared if I get up there, but I'm hoping that, you know, I have more opportunity to get up and, you know, maybe, maybe something about, you know, branding and growth from, from somebody that wasn't doing anything. You know, I feel like that's something I can, you know, with recent experience can chime in on and, and, and bring some value. So I'm hoping some opportunity like that comes up, but we'll you, see what the you snapped. You snapped at, at, at premiere, by the way, that haircut you did, bro. And I don't know. I, I don't know if this happens to you. I know other people that I've spoken to other edu- educators, when you're doing platform stuff, bro, you kind of, you kind of lose the crowd. You don't really see the crowd, but you know, from my vantage point where I was standing, bro, it was a sea of people when you were up there. I was like, wow. You, you did yeah, see, thing, I don't, bro. I don't, I don't remember if anybody was watching. Like <laughs> I just, I just was doing my thing. Yeah. That's awesome. So you ready to answer some questions, bro? Yeah, sure. Let me get it up here. So guys, listen, make sure you call the hotline. There it is right there for you guys to see it. The 813-602-1182. You can call in, you can hear your voice on this podcast and interact with us. You can drop your IG what city or state you're calling from, a little shout-out, and uh, you can hear your voice on this podcast and interact with your favorite barbers, like I said. Um, so we're going to bring up a question here. We got submitted by someone. Give me a second. Hey, man, my name is Juju. I go by Ju underscore blends with two Zs on Instagram. Um, I just wanted to know, this is for uh, – Sean cuts hair. I just wanted to know what has barbering done for you as a man in general, and what is two forty five brought you that you know any other company couldn't have done for you at this point in your life. And where do you plan on seeing yourself in five to ten years? So, thanks. 
Um, for answering my question, man, keep it cool and keep it smooth. Love y'all. Bye. Shout out to Juju for the question. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, that's that's an awesome question. Um, I mean, kind of like I said, you know, one of my biggest steps I feel like I've gained in the last year or two uh, is is just kind of my character and really being able to look at myself. Uh, and that's really where you see growth, right? It is accepting where you're where you're slacking, uh, where you're where you're not doing your best. Uh, and honestly, I was at a point where. You know, uh, my guys know this, you know, I'm the leader of the shop uh, and our shop's the biggest in town. And so I was kind of plateauing um, and, and and it was hard to know what the next move was. And I, and I bumped into you guys, Perez, you know, we had talked. I don't even know how long ago that was. I don't know if you even remember when you guys came to Louisville and did a class. I sat and talked to you for 30 minutes about doing YouTube. Didn't do it for three years. Um, and I cut Bosio's hair at that class. But uh I needed to link up with you guys more than I knew because uh, pretty much everybody in your group in some type of way was, was beyond where I was, uh, whether that be skill wise or, you know, I, I needed to see how Bosio manages running shops and doing YouTube or uh, like learning from Fonz to do YouTube. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I was, I was no offense to my guys, but I'm the leader. I was the first one to do it. So I was the, I was the best one in the room, the most knowledgeable. And I, I really needed uh, some people around me that could help me grow. And so that's definitely what uh, you guys have brought with me being just, just inspiration without you even saying anything. Uh, just, just seeing what you guys are doing as a brand, uh, the integrity of your brand. Uh, you know, now I started YouTube and I tried to, you know, the values that you guys have had. And I was that guy. I was DMing you guys. I was commenting on your videos. And I remember the silliest stuff. Like if Bosio wrote me back, man, how did I feel? Right. Or if, uh, you know, I've had a couple of people ask me for autographs and I'm like, what? But I remember if, if, if I had gotten a Chris Bosio autograph or a Perez audio uh, autograph or any of that back in the day, I mean, what that would have meant to inspire me. Uh, and so I just have always loved the, the tomb direction of, you know, education first and growing the industry. Uh, and so having the opportunity to become a part of that has just opened up that, you know, I, I would like to think I'm a much better, more giving, more, uh, I just care about people. I want to help everybody grow. And it, it's just really helped grow my character being around a group of guys that that's what you guys are all about. So, uh, and that's important. I mean, that that's, that's what it is, right? It's about growth um, within our group and helping the industry grow and, and, and pouring into, uh, you know, our, our squad and, and the industry it's, it's give first. So that's, I mean, it's awesome, bro, to see where, where you started to where you are now. And it's only going to continue to grow. Bro. And I can't wait to see the educational stuff and, and the, the platform stuff. That's only going to get bigger. Obviously um, we yeah, have I'm, somebody that's I'm super excited. Oh yeah. We have somebody that submitted some questions on Instagram. This isn't the way we typically answer them guys. You have to call the hotline. I know I got the radio voice, but I don't want to, you know, yeah, just, just call in. So shout out to Tyler Kelbert, Tyler underscore Kelbert. He sent in a question. He said, how many clippers and trimmers do you own? If there's too many, then which clippers or trimmers do you not own? So in other words, uh, how I many mean, do you own? And if there's too many to list, which do you not own? Yeah, yeah so, so I, 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 I come up with a pretty... You know, if you guys watch my videos at all, I, I stick pretty much to the same setup. 
Uh, so I have a wall, cordless wall senior. I just upgraded one of my seniors to the filthy mod with the end display. So those are my two main clippers right now. Uh, I do have a gold FX clipper, but usually I have two clippers. Um, just kind of, you know, one will kind of do something that the other one doesn't do. And so my gold FX was my bulk, my bulk cutting clipper. I like how they feed hair. Uh, and then my senior was really used for most of my blending work. So now I've kind of substituted the the filthy mod senior. Uh, I'll throw a foreguard on it and chop through some bulk. And then I'll do my fade with the other. Uh, and then I have, I think you need a couple trimmers. I think I use the skeletons for my hitters. And I have a slim line for detail, small detail, and kids. Uh, and then I have the gold shaver. So that, that's my lineup. Bro, the skeletons. You want to talk about Crazy. hitters. Crazy. So he had another question, which is basically, uh, what's your favorite shaver? You already said your shaver and Clipper currently. You mean the, the filthy mod on the uh, on the Andes on the on the the Andes senior <laughs> on the on yeah, the senior. Yeah, it's an Andes senior. It's an Andes senior. I mean, I had it right yeah. the first time, guys. Yeah, Give me a did. break. I had it right. I had it right. So, um, pretty much answer that question. You you use the uh, the Gold FX shaver? You said. Yeah, Gold FX shaver. I've had the bronze. Awesome shaver. It, it it works well. I think it takes more work to get it all the way down the skin. You know, when we say it goes real fast, it, it will go over hair fast. But if you're talking about really getting it like to skin, 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 no stubble anywhere, you got to kind of work with it. And it's it is bigger. So when you talk about getting around, around the, the ears ear, and stuff, yeah, so, I've been a so, proponent and I've been I've been a huge fan of the bronze. But facts are facts. Uh, yeah, it definitely is bulkier. It's harder to get around the ears with it uh, for what we do. It's not meant for that, but we use it for that. Um, yeah. It's uh it's uh, it, it definitely takes a little more work as well to get it down to skin skin. It doesn't mean that it can't do it. It gets it buttery smooth, but it and, takes and more. And, you know, like the major difference I would say, and this is why I originally bought it, was that it'll cut like a one. Like it would take my beard off right now just about. Did you like, see so the video that I did, the Shaver Showdown, where I literally cut it down from a one? Really? I skipped the whole step, bro. I was like, I didn't even have yeah. to use. I didn't so have to in, use that, in that sense, it's good, but I can't say that. I can't just as quickly cut it down with my trimmer and balls it out with my gold shaver. Uh, to me, I feel like it's, you know, either way, it's preference. All, all the clipper use really is preference. You know, any barbers, we can argue all day. And I do it with my guys in my shop about what clipper's better, what trimmer's better. It's all preference. So, all preference. you know, I just, I just cut with a $30 Wish clipper and got a decent haircut out of it. So, I mean, would I prefer to use that every day? No. Could I use the brawn? Yeah. Uh, but it's preference. Perfectly said, bro. So, Sean, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up, bro. Anything you want to leave the people with? No, uh, you know, if you guys aren't following me, check it out. Like I said, I, I'm wanting to – I am so much enjoying the DMs I get about how helpful my videos are. I really try to cater. Uh, you know, some, some people DM or comment on each video. Hey, next time can you show uh, this a little more detailed or can you do this a little bit more? And I'm really trying to, that, that's why I'm doing it. I mean, if you're not, if you're, you can't make content for yourself. Now, you you know, I try not to do it and look at the numbers and, and only look at how many thumbs ups I got. Uh, that does tell you if people are watching it or not. But, you know, what really tells me is, is the comments and the DMs I'm getting. And I'm just really enjoying, real quick, I didn't touch on this. Uh, the state of Kentucky, without talking too much trash, they're, they're just very old fashioned. Uh, our state board, uh, and just a quick story. I, I tried to hold a class, uh, and our inspector went around to other shops and asked them before he just came to me, hey, what, what do you know about this Sean guy teaching a class? Oh, well, yeah, he, he's 
He's over at Clutch. He's pretty good. I think he's going to teach a fading class. Oh, he thinks he's a teacher, huh? You know that that's Kentucky. So what? unless I get unless I get my license, my teacher license, which allows me to teach in a school setting, sanitation, all of that, I am not allowed to teach in any capacity. At free, all. not even for in free. No capacity. Free. I, I mean, I can teach my guys. I guess technically. Uh, but if I call it a class, if I call it a demo, if I call it anything like that, I am absolutely. They came. In, the the inspector came in like the SWAT team. He was looking in cabinets and opening doors trying to find me because he found out I was going to teach a class. So with that being said, I took to YouTube. I, I have a passion in me to teach people. Uh, you know, I talked about being in a restaurant. I was a trainer the whole time I was in a restaurant. I love to teach people. Uh, that's how you get surrounded by people that are skilled is to right. teach them, you know, teach them faster. So uh, YouTube has become an awesome uh, avenue for me to do that. And if you guys aren't subscribed, of course, you know, subscribe to who you want to and where you find value. But I am trying well, really hard to Subscribe to Sean Cuts bring. Hair. What do you mean subscribe who you want to? Subscribe to Sean Cuts Hair. Yeah. Ama- I, I, amazing I'm videos. really, 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 really trying to bring you guys value and content that, that can help beyond just cutting hair. You know, I've done some marketing things, how to open a barbershop. Uh, basically anything that I think brings value to you guys. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. And so, you know, if you want to learn some stuff, I got all kinds of different videos, different style haircuts, different knowledge on there. Uh, so go check it out and see if it's, uh, if it's helpful to you, but that's stay awesome. tuned. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the heat. I ain't stopping. So facts, two videos a week. He ain't stopping. You heard him. He's blitzing I'm, I'm on y'all. three a week, three blitzing them, blitzing them with videos. Guys, so you already know, go follow Sean Cuts Hair. Go follow him on Instagram as well, Sean Cuts Hair, for any updates. He posts a lot of dope content on there as well. If you're not already subscribed to the Barber Session or Christian Perez channel, you already know. Subscribe, Christian Perez. Turn on the notifications so you can know when I drop a video. And follow me on my Instagram as well. It's listed here below. Uh, headlines are bust. I post anytime I'm going to drop a new video or a new podcast, I post it on there. So, as usual, I appreciate y'all's time. Sean, thank you so much for coming on. And we'll see y'all in the next session.